This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> Afternoon, guys. We'll start with the broadcast section with no embargo, followed by an embargo section for 10.30pm tonight. No live tweeting during the broadcast section, please, and use the microphone provided. Paul. Thank you. Hi, Ange. Have you got any fresh injury worries, any returning players, and in particular, Poro and Udogi? Are they fit to play? Yeah, no, um, yeah we've had um, sort of a couple of setbacks this week. Destiny um, obviously picked up a little bit of a, a knock last week and, um, yeah, um, not available for tomorrow. Don't think it's anything too serious. Uh, again, next weekend, he should be back. Um, Pedro picked up a, a strain of training. Um, again, probably a couple of weeks for him. Um, with, with a game break, hopefully he uh, doesn't miss too many. And uh, Yeah, probably the, the major one for us is Fraser Foster. Got a knock at training, got a bit of a fracture in his foot, so he'll, uh, he'll probably miss... Conservatively, a couple of months now. So, um, so they're the main three uh, coming back. Nothing changed from last week. Everyone was available. In terms of performances, I think it's the best points tally for this stage of a campaign. And in, in the last five seasons, you've s- scored in every league game this season. W- what do you send to the players at this point when it comes to meeting targets for the season, or, or maybe setting targets between now and the end of the season? Um, yeah, I don't think you can sort of be specific around it. I mean, what we we try to what we want to do is try and finish the season, you know, really strong. Um, we started the season strong, and obviously we had some some challenges kind of through that middle period. That we handled it not too bad. Um, you know, obviously <coughs> the results weren't great, but our sort of competitive levels were, were still decent through that time. And it's about finishing the season strong. I don't think <coughs> it's any different to any other team. Um, you can have sort of specific targets, but ultimately. If we can finish the season strong, we'll, we'll be in a decent position. And away from Tottenham, it, it's obviously been a difficult week for Roy Hodgson. I just want to talk about the pressures of management and, and any support for, for him at the moment. Yeah, look, I mean, I don't really sort of, I don't think it's my place to talk about Roy or what kind of his situation right now or his health for that matter because they're all private matters. But, you know, everyone knows the standing he has in the game. And, um, yeah, it's... Look, it's a weird sort of occupation we have. Um, there aren't many where, you know, people um, pretty much, you know, dictate to or try and create a narrative where you're pretty much finished and then also 
putting up your replacement um, while you're still in the position. But that's the way the world these days. I guess we sign up for it, so um, you're kind of what everyone expects it. But um, yeah, I don't think it diminishes Rory's standing in the game in any way. And uh, above all, hopefully uh, he bounces back quickly. Mitch. Hi, good afternoon. Uh, I want to ask you about um, the partnership between Mickey van der Ven and Christian Romero. It takes time to build this type of uh, balance and, and, and chemistry and understanding and trust. How surprised or how impressed are you with the way they managed to build this relationship? Yeah, it's been really pleasing. Um, as you said, like centre-back partnerships, um, you know, most of the time, you know, they, they tend to build together because you need so much understanding in a crucial part of the game where a lot of it is almost unspoken where you know you need to be able to understand each other's game and <coughs> I think that they complement each other really well I think I've just been super impressed with Romero this year the way he's I already knew he was one of the best defenders in the world but the way he's kind of tackled the whole leadership area and you know really sort of become disciplined in his play and how he's not just Mickey, but the other players, you know, he's kind of really guiding them in the right way. But especially Mickey, and, you know, Mickey, I've already spoken about um, <coughs> the way he's adjusted to the Premier League um, has been outstanding. So it, it's great for those those two. Obviously, we missed both of them during the, the middle part of the year. So um, it's good to get, have them both back out there. A question about uh, Brennan Johnson, please. Uh, becoming a bit of a super sub. We saw the goal against Brighton, the goal against Brentford as well. Uh, how impressed you've been with him with his this role in the team? Yeah, again, uh, you know, look, I always feel it's harder for attacking players because invariably people just measure them against one thing and particularly, you know, in Brennan's case, he's a young man and, and you know, there's a transfer fee attached and then people just measure it on one thing. But, now we didn't buy, sort of, or bring Brennan to the club just for this year. He was, he's here for the long term and I, I know he's going to grow a lot more. He's probably played... Certainly started more games than I thought he would, but again we've had some real issues, um, you know, with injuries uh, during the early part of the year, and you know he's tackled every task, you know, really well, and you know he's <coughs> he's got a couple of goals. You know, people forget he's been unlucky a couple of times, hit the post here and there. So, but ultimately that's you know he knows that you know the measure for for attacking players at any football club, especially the big ones, is is sort of your output in that final third and, um, you know, pleased for him that he's getting those rewards. Wolves have been one of the most uh, <coughs> pleasant surprises of the season. Uh, you remember the game back back in November. What do you expect for them this weekend? Um, pretty much what you've got from them all year, you know. I think mean, Gary's done an outstanding job. Um, you know, they've got, you know, they really, they work hard for each other. They're, they're a well-organised team. We saw that, you know, when we played them at their place. Um, you know, they, they worked hard to the last minute and got the result and, They've also got some, you know, some pretty, you know, special individual players um, in that group as well, and um, you know they're always a threat going forward. They're, they're exciting when they run with the ball. So, you know, we're expecting a tough game, but I think you get to this point of the year, and uh, you know, I don't think there'll be too many easy ones because everyone's got something to play for, I think, um, and um, you know, we're expecting a tough one. Rob, I am uh, Ryan Sessignon was involved in training yesterday. Where is he in terms of his fitness, and is he someone who could potentially be back in the first team squad soon? Um, yeah, look, he's he's back training, which is the first step. Now he's just got to sort of put a body of work together at training, and then we'll kind of assess it from there. But um, yeah, this is kind of the first week he's had with us. Um, yeah, we said. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is just a matter of, like I said, it's just it's about getting the body to work together. It gives him confidence, gives us confidence that, he's, that, he's, that his body will be good. And so far, you know, this week he's, uh, he's trained well, um, done everything he's, he's been asked of and uh, hopefully that continues. So you're someone you want to get on the pitch sooner rather than later. So I mean, has all the qualities you want. In it's the same as back. everyone else, mate. No different. I want all of them to be out there. I want all of them to be available. He's no different. Obviously, he's gone through a tough time, but you know, there's no point in me sort of putting any extra sort of pressure on him. He's he knows kind of his biggest hurdle is just going to be being out there um, for a prolonged time. He kind of had a false start when we got him out there a few weeks back because you know, we had a lot of injuries. But you know, like I said, the says it's just about him getting the body to work together, and then he'll feel better, and he'll I think he'll feel more confident about taking an opportunity. After the Wolves game tomorrow, you've got a two-week break. Is is that beneficial time on the training pitch with your players, or would you just rather have another game? Yeah, no, you probably this kind of time of year you, you'd, you'd rather have a game because you know you kind of you've only got one a week anyway. We're obviously not in Europe, not in the cup, so it also means that you know that game's going to get jammed somewhere where you know we're going to have to play um, you know some pretty big fixtures in a short space of time. So. Much rather have a game, but we've kind of known we're not going to have that game next weekend, so we're, we're planning uh, accordingly. Thanks, Charlie. <coughs> Do you just wait for the microphone. Um, just wanted to ask then, without Destiny and Pedro, how that affects the way you play. Maybe it doesn't, that it's just other people have got to step in and do that role because they've been so important to how you've played this season. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it doesn't change the way we play, but I think I've, I've said in the past, every player brings their own sort of unique um, you know, abilities to, to each position. Um, the structure won't change, the, the manner in which we we kind of set up won't change, but you know, different players bring different attributes. And uh, yeah, Pedro and, and Destiny have been sort of you know, outstanding for us this year. Um, you know, Pedro's pretty much played every game, apart from maybe the first one where he didn't start. And, uh, <coughs> and Destiny, every time he's been out there for us, has been really important. They're both improving, but as I said, you know, they're, they're missing now. There'll be an opportunity for a couple of other guys to come in and um, you know, um, make sure that we, we maintain our, the levels we've kind of set so far. One of those players obviously could be Radu. What have you made of him so far? Has he been kind of desperate to get a start? He's been great, you know. He's working hard, and but you know, it, it's you know, he was at Genoa and he was playing. If just playing was all he was interested in, he would have stayed at Genoa. You know, if you want to move to big clubs, that's part of the process, and he knew that. That's why he took, and you know, that's why he got. You know, I wanted him here because he knew the challenge of coming here. Um, you know, and 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 
playing was not going to just be a given. It's it's about you know working away, and he's adapting. You know, we play a lot differently to what he's used to. He's we've used him in games, and I think he's done well when we've used him. And <coughs> again, we didn't buy him for for six months. We bought him for for this football club for a long time to be here for a long time. And we already seen this year, you know. Losing our two central defenders, what an impact that had on our season. Well, I don't want that to happen in the future. So Radu is here for that, and uh, the next sort of you know three four months before the end of the season, you know, it's about him adapting and, and working hard. But he's been outstanding at training, great attitude, really great amongst the players. The players are really kind of uh, can see the qualities he has, and uh, he's ready to play. Just on another topic, John Torres was at an event yesterday for Proud Lily White celebrating 10 years of the LGBTQ um, plus fan group. And just how important to you and to the club is that inclusivity? Because it feels like Spurs are one of the kind of leading clubs and it's that group has kind of led the way. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I feel sort of, yeah, like I said, the club is, is, it's very, very important to the club. For me, it's, it's a bit different. I, I I just take people as they are. I've never understood why you try and treat people differently for anything in life. And, um, you know, the, the, I guess the fact that we have to have, you know, such a um, sort of um, different um, take on these things is, is kind of beyond me where I am in my life. But it's great that the club, you know, has been at the forefront of this. I know the guys came down to, to, to training and um, you know, had a chat to a few of them. They're really proud of what they've done in the last 10 years. And, Hopefully that keeps growing, and uh, yeah, and hopefully you know, it, 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 rather than sort of us being a, a standard bearer in some form, it just becomes the norm. Has that changed? A lot? Sorry, just to follow up. Has that changed a lot since you know that inclusivity awareness since you've been in the game, and has it changed enough? Oh, I guess. Mate, yeah, mate, the world's changed. You know, it's um, you got no idea, mate. You got no idea how much the world's changed. I still remember. Uh, I was in the city with my kids uh, yesterday and they saw a phone booth and they didn't know what the hell it was. <laughs> so that's how I used to call your mum. So uh, the, world is, the world has changed a lot. Okay. James, please. Hi, Edge. Um, I don't know <coughs> if you've seen any of it, but there have been um, some reports this week suggesting you may be on Liverpool's shortlist to replace Jurgen Klopp. <coughs> I just wondered if there was anything you could say about that or wanted to say about that. I may be on a short list. Yeah, no, I don't think I'd want to say anything about that because I don't think that's ever going to enter my sort of brain space uh, for what I'm, uh, for what's my priorities in life and, and in, in my profession right now. And um, yeah, no. You must feel though you're only just getting started here at Tottenham. Well, I am. Yeah, I just feel I am. I've only been here for seven months, so I think that's self-explanatory. Uh, you know, but it pains to say that you know we're, we're still. You know, we've still got a long way to go in terms of the football we want to play, you know, the, the, the team we want to be, the, the squad we want to have. You know, we've had, I think, two positive windows. I think we've had a, a decent campaign so far, but, you know, we, we've got a long way to go. Do you think there's any doubt at all that you'll be here next season? Um, you see, that, but that's, that's what I'm talking about. That's the funny space when we talk about managers, you know. When, when we're not going well, then you're questioning, you know, whether we're going to be here. When you potentially are going okay, then you're still questioning about whether you're going to be here. And the reality is, most of it's out of our hands. So I've never worried. I've never thought about that. I I've got a history of 26 years of management, where you can see pretty clear what I do, and I rely on that 
that's my explanation as to where my thought processes are with all those kind of things. But uh, like I said, right now it's about finishing the season strong with Tottenham and, and making sure that you know we we we're kind of um, trying to establish a really strong foundation for who we want to be in, in years to come. And that can only happen if you know if I'm totally focused on what. Uh, these last 14 games can bring for us. Do you take any of the Liverpool chats a compliment at all or not? <sighs> it well, it depends, you know. If it's just people throwing up names, then who cares? Like, seriously, like, it doesn't matter. But at the end of the day, if I'm doing a good job, hopefully it does mean that, you know, um, people will, will acknowledge that in one form or another, whatever that form is. But, you know, so-called chat, I mean, really... Okay, and we'll finish with George, please. Hi, Ange. Um, just want to take you back to that Wolves <coughs> game in, in November. You kind of referenced that a little bit afterwards, talking about how you weren't happy with the way the team played. What, what was it about that performance that you sort of didn't like and how much has the team grown, I guess, since then? Yeah, look, it was just... Uh, I think there have been many games this year. There's probably been, you know, less than a handful of games where I just felt we ended up playing for a result. Now... It was kind of natural at the time. We had a lot of injuries, obviously, in that game and before that game, and kind of we put out a lineup that you know guys hadn't played for quite a long time, and we got ourselves in front. And it's only natural, it's human nature for for people then to try and hold on to that, you know, because it's it is a accomplishment. But you know, those kind of moments also I think are important for me to make sure that the players understand that that's not where we're at and that's not where we want to be. It's not just about chasing a result so we can, you know, um, sort of feel good about that. It's about staying true to who we want to be through this, especially this time where we're building something. And, you know, even if we hadn't won that game 1-0, it wouldn't have left me any feeling any better about our approach. Um, and again, it wasn't me being critical of the players. It's more about guidance and saying, well, you know what, it's easier because we didn't get the reward, but even if we did get the reward, I would have sort of had the same message that that's not sort of, you know, where we want to be heading as a team. And like I said, for the most part, that hasn't happened. Um, you know, it's probably two or three games I remember where we've, where we've done that and, um, you know, it's kind of the stuff we want to sort of steer away from. And Brendan Johnson scored that game, um, obviously scored at the weekend, and, and afterwards he was talking about um, how he's been really working on kind of timing those those back post runs. I mean, it looks really simple getting there and mm. shooting into an empty net, but how sort of impressed have you been with what you've been working on him in training and bringing that into games? Yeah, really good. I mean, um, again, you know, um, Chris Davis done a lot of work with the sort of front half guys with, with Meso, and um, a lot of our work is around that and, and getting our wingers or wide players into goal-scoring positions. And um, <coughs> again, it's, it's the way I've kind of set my teams up for a very long time. And uh, he's one that's really understood that. It's different from what he's done. And it is, it's not easy. Um, you know, trying to get that timing right and when you arrive, having a good technique. But he's, he's, he's got a great technique under pressure and he showed that last week. He showed that last couple of times. And it becomes really difficult to stop when, when you get that sort of synergy between our attacking players. So, you know, having a goal last week of sort of winger to winger is is, is good because, it, you know, like I said before, um, they get rewarded for things we, we kind of speak about and then you know, they, they understand how important it is and, and hopefully that keeps them uh, sort of looking for more growth. And just finally for me, I wanted to ask you about <coughs> Rodrigo Bentancourt. Um, he's obviously had such a long time out and... 
and before that was in really really good form and I guess coming back from such a long injury there's sort of a, a management of, of expectations have you sort of had to manage his expectations because he feels like he should be the player he was back in 12 months ago and he's um, maybe not there yet no 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 I hadn't had to and I wouldn't you know I'm, you know I'd, that'd be like somebody trying to manage my expectations I just don't think that that's my role um he sets very high standards, and, and look, it's not just the absence. I mean, he, I mean, he came back, and I thought in the Villa game he was outstanding, and then he gets a knock within 15, 20 minutes, and you know he's out again. So <laughs> it's been disrupted even with with the, the absence he's had. So, but I've been really happy with with Roddy, and uh, and again, it's I guess people look at it through the prism of kind of you know the players should be playing all the time and being influential all the time but we try to build a, a squad here and I've got no doubt that you know whatever Rodri does this year for us and he's already contributed you know he's, he's creating a great foundation for us for next year and you know with the midfield setup we've got at the moment the players we've got in there it's it's going to be really exciting to see how they all grow. Okay we'll end the broadcast section there we'll move on to the Vargos for 10.30pm tonight. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 